0: The content of the gospel itself is very known or kind of familiar to us. We always proclaim and say this, you are the salt of the earth and the light of the world. But in what sense? What's really the meaning of this and how it Really happens and put into concrete or practice in our life. You know, in using the image of the salt and the light in this kind of reminder or exhortation by the Lord, it's part actually of His preaching. The salt in itself, we really do not appreciate it by itself, but in what it affects, in what it does, in what it functions. And the same with light. Like, for example, yeah, there's a chemical composition or component in the salt, but again, we appreciate it because it does flavor, it purifies, it preserves the, the food. It enriches its taste. Otherwise, we, we do not really appreciate it. And that is why it's so clear in the words of the Lord, but if the salt loses its taste, with what can it be seasoned? it is no longer good for anything but be, to be thrown out and trample underfoot or oh, for example these lamps no or these lights here we would not appreciate them if there's that bright light no besides this one or for example there's no electricity that makes these lamps uh, uh, capable of lighting or this candle for example it's just a piece of, of, of matter no, without its light and if it's not being lighted what does what purpose it, does it do to us or does it serve to us and that's very important because in our spiritual life we know also that our rootedness, especially in Christ, is by virtue of baptism. And we share in the divinity of Christ. We become adopted children of God, ears of the kingdom. But in itself, it won't mean anything if we do nothing, if we do not put into practice, if We do not act out as to who we are and what we are. And that is why in many of my sharing I always emphasize that aside from our own identity there's also that mission which the two are essentially connected. Because again if the salt loses its taste, if the light is just being hidden, covered and not being seen and it's not being able to enlighten or to lighten somehow the, the room, for example, then it means nothing. It doesn't have any value or relevance or significance. And it's so true also, even in the experience of the Israelites, for example, in the time of the prophet Isaiah, what he said, it's so clear. Share your bread with the hungry. Shelter the oppressed and the homeless. clothe the naked when you see them. And do not turn your back on your own. Then your light shall break forth like the dawn, and your wounds shall quickly be healed." if you remove from your midst oppression, false accusations, and malicious speech, if you bestow your bread on the hungry, and satisfy the afflicted, then light shall rise for you in the darkness, and the gloom shall become for you like midday. And in the words of the Lord, in the Gospel, it's so clear. No? What he said in the Gospel, just so your light must shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your heavenly Father. So, what we do how we apply the things that we learned, that we heard, that we receive, be it in our reflection through prayer, through reading the Bible, through the proclamation of the gospel in the Holy Mass, or supposedly what we Receive in the Holy Eucharist, having been able to receive the Lord in Holy Communion and Him being one with us in grace, would not mean anything if they would not be seen in the fruits in the virtues, in our own conduct and actions. On the other hand, as I mentioned that our rootedness is in the grace of baptism and we are being identified with Christ since then and it's so clear in his words that Without me, you are nothing. What I'm trying to say is, it's also very important that in order for us to really be able to be the salt of the earth and the light of the world with constancy, with in perseverance, this can never be possible if we are not rooted with Christ and not being empowered and nourished by the grace of the Holy Spirit. And even Saint Paul in the second reading, it's very clear to him, I came to you in weakness And fear and much trembling and my message and my proclamation were not with persuasive words of wisdom but with a demonstration of spirit and power so that your faith might rest not on human wisdom but on the power of God. Because again, as we always emphasize, yes, we have good intentions. We have that noble desires to do good, but we are limited and we have our weaknesses. To really be able to become a real soul of the earth and light of the world We need the grace of Christ, the help, the power of the Holy Spirit. And it's so true even in our devotion to the divine mercy. That's the message of the Lord, Come to my mercy, trust in me trust in my mercy because we can never be agents of mercy to others if we ourselves do not experience the mercy of God in ourselves or in our life as the philosophical principle no, that could not in other words You cannot give what you do not have. So, in other words, we purify, we preserve, we enrich the taste, the richness of the life of others if we ourselves are being purified and are being preserved and are being enriched first by the Lord. And having been enriched, having been preserved and purified in grace by the Lord, then we also are able to help, purify, preserve, and enrich in grace the lives of others. We become light of others if we ourselves are being enlightened first with Christ or by the Lord. Even in the other part of the gospel, it says, how can a blind man guide another blind? It's impossible. We must see the light first before we can guide others in light or in the light or an enlightened way. So we pray to the Lord. Again, we ask for his grace. We ask for his divine mercy. Especially in this Holy Eucharist. That in this task and mission that he has given us. Yes, by the very nature of who we are and what we are. As Christians, as children of God. We are the salt of the earth. We are the light of the world. And we can show and demonstrate this again with the fruits of the good works, deeds, virtues that we are capable of doing. But only with the grace with the help of the Lord in his grace in the power of the Holy Spirit. May the mercy of the Lord touch our hearts and minds that again as salt of the earth and light of the world we may become agents and channels of his mercy to others.